Welcome to Indie Radio News Reel. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for November 12th, 2022. Here are the international news updates for today. China rail loan terms behind Kenya ban on road freight deal shows. Importers were forced to transport their cargo via Kenya Standard Gauge Railway because of a deal signed by its previous government with the Export Import Bank of China, documents show. The agreement required Kenya Ports Authority, which owns the port of Mombasa, to guarantee a certain amount of cargo traffic to the SGR funded and built by China. Failure to do so would require payment of the difference from its revenues, according to the Payment Arrangement Agreement, also known as Take or Pay or TOPA, for the Mombasa Nairobi SGR project, claims an investigative report by the South China Morning Post. The railway runs from Mombasa to the capital Nairobi with an extension to Naivasha where it ends abruptly after China dropped its earlier promise to fund construction to Malaba on the border with Uganda. US Senate race neck and neck as Democrats win Arizona. US President Joe Biden's Democrats have inched closer to keeping control of the Senate with a projected win in Arizona following the midterm elections. Three days after Americans voted, CBS estimates Democrat Mark Kelly has beaten Republican challenger Blake Masters. That would leave the Senate at 49 Democratic seats and 49 Republican seats. Just Nevada and Georgia are yet to be decided. The vote count in Nevada is neck and neck, while Georgia's race will be settled by a runoff election next month. If Democrats win either of the two remaining races, they will remain in control of the upper chamber of the Congress because the US Vice President can cast a tie-breaking vote on their behalf. Republicans could still take control of the US House of Representatives as votes continue to be tallied from a handful of districts after Tuesday's elections. African activists demand pay for loss and damage during protests at COP27. Demonstrators called on wealthy and more polluting nations to pay fair compensation for the global impacts of the climate crisis on Friday. Chanting, pay up for loss and damage, and no more blah blah blah, the small group was led by seven activists. Outside the Egyptian resort hosting the COP27, they participated in a Fridays for Future protest calling for money for climate action. Ina Maria Shikongo, a climate activist and member of Fridays for Future organization, was one of them. We have to stop fossil fuel extraction not only for Africans but for the entire planet and that is what the people need to realize this is not just an African issue anymore or global south issue, she said. This is an issue that is actually affecting humanity. Now to the national news stories. Jay Shankar meets Ukrainian counterpart, discusses regional developments. Indian External Affairs Minister S. Jay Shankar on Saturday held a meeting with his Ukrainian counterpart Dmitro Kuleba and both the leaders discussed recent developments in the region, nuclear concerns and ways to end Russia's war on Ukraine. Mr. Jay Shankar met Mr. Kuleba on the sidelines of the ASEAN-India summit in Phnom Phen, the Cambodian capital. Mr. Jay Shankar's meeting with Mr. Kuleba came days after he went on a two-day visit to Russia amid growing global concerns over increasing hostilities between Russia and Ukraine. It was Mr. Jaishankar's first visit to Moscow after Russia launched its invasion of Ukraine in February. India has not yet condemned the Russian invasion of Ukraine and it has been maintaining that the crisis must be resolved through diplomacy and dialogue. Congress promises 10 lakh jobs in Gujarat, 10 lakh jobs in government and semi-government departments, free medical treatment of up to 10 lakhs, LPG cylinder at Rs 500 and 300 units of free electricity every month are some of the key promises that the Congress made in its manifesto for the Gujarat elections. 
In the manifesto released on Saturday, the grand old party, which has been out of power in the state for more than two decades, also promised unemployment allowance of Rs 3,000 per month, Rs 2,000 pension to divyangs, widows, senior citizens and needy women, and waiver of loans of up to Rs 3 lakh for all fishermen, among other things. Rajasthan Chief Minister and Congress's Senior Observer for Gujarat Polls, Ashok Gehloth, released the manifesto at the state party headquarters in Ahmedabad in the presence of other party leaders. Structure of legal profession feudal patriarchal, says CJI Chandrachud, Chief Justice of India, Diva Chandrachud, on Saturday said the structure of the legal profession is feudal, patriarchal and not accommodating of women, and there is a need to have a democratised and merit-based process for entry of more women and marginalised sections of the society. Justice Chandrachut, who took charge as CJ on Wednesday, said there are numerous challenges before the judiciary and first among them is of expectation as every social and legal matter and a large number of political issues come within the jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. One thing which we need to understand is that the judiciary has a feeding pool. The feeding pool which determines who enters the judiciary is largely dependent on the structure of the legal profession, he said. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsread. For more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indiejournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.